Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life. This is Paul. And this is Jeannie. Blessings. Blessings. That's a good thing there. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for loving us and drawing us together. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would light up your word, that it would have a beautiful impact on our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Jeannie, uh, where are we? What's going on? Well, we've been traveling through Proverbs chapter 3. Yes. Uh, discovering how we can get blessed by the Lord. And uh, verse 5 and 6 talks about seeking Him with, trusting Him with our whole heart. And 7, not being impressed with our own wisdom or other people mm. uh, to turn away from evil. And 9 said we can be blessed by the Lord by honoring Him with our tithes. And that he promises to meet all of our needs when we put him first. Beautiful. And now we're coming to verse 11, which is going to talk about when we have difficult circumstances. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they do come, don't they? They do come and they do go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, to lead into this verse, talking about these particular circumstances that can be difficult, I want us to consider that... We live in a fallen world with people who are inspired by their own selfish, sinful nature mm -hmm. and spurned on by demons who hate God and are making free will choices that affect us. Yes. So that's just the way it is on planet Earth. And it's going to be that way until we go to heaven. So we got to accept You mean we're it. living on a fallen planet? We're living on a fallen planet. Oh, okay. And, you know, that's, that's number one because... Oftentimes people don't start with that premise, and so then they're always accusing God or disappointed when things go bad. But sorry, folks, this is the way it is. We There's... have lots of blessing and good that comes from our relationship with God. But yeah, We sure do. But this is no utopia. This is no In utopia. In fact, you know, the Bible expresses to us, this is not our home. This is not our home. We're not home. So while we're here, yes. we're to make a difference because we have truth, truth the love of God, We've got to give away this to those that are out there rampaging, that don't know the Lord and are being used like puppets from the enemy. So we're to pray for them and ask the Lord to bring repentance and allow God to use us. And then, you know, sometimes we have difficult hap happenings, I guess we could say, in our life because we're just complacent. We're not being salt like Jesus told us to. You know, we're not standing up for good and standing against evil. We just allow it to go on without us really like, oh, we're living in our own world. We just want to be comfortable, right? That's, yes. That's our human nature. Just be comfortable. Let me be. Let me be happy. Let me be happy. And um, the other stuff, well, maybe it'll take care of itself or go away. But we need to be, as those that are uh, ambassadors of Christ, need to ask the Lord, what's our part to stand up against evil? And certainly always praying. So sometimes we have difficult circumstances in our personal relationships and also in our community because we're not standing up against evil. We're taking the passive way out. And then other times we have difficult, painful situations come because of our own sinful choices. We decide to give in to sin. And there's a thing called reaping the consequences of your sin. And we repent and it brings us sorrow that when, when we see this bad crop come up, but God is so good and knows how to turn those things around he for good. He certainly does know how when to we turn repent. things around. Yes. Yeah. It can almost look like it was yes. meant to be because he's just so good at right. reworking things if we humble ourselves and repent. Nicely put, Jeannie. 
So that's our lead-in to Proverbs 3, verse 11, where we're going to be talking about another reason why we might have difficult circumstances. Okay. And it is about our Heavenly Father who loves us, and He's training us, and He uses discipline to push us on, almost like an athlete needs to have a coach that's like harder, harder, you know, and you get all sore muscles and everything, but He wants us to move past where we're at and to grow, you know? And so uh, he's a good dad in that way. He's a good coach. And he also, when we do things that are not good for us, he warns us, don't go playing on the street, whatever. Don't give in to that sin. You think you have a special case, but I've told you this is the way to live and the reason why is to protect you. And so when we give ourselves over to sin, then we reap the consequences. And also we also provoke a loving Heavenly Father to take note and say, mm, they're getting off track. I yeah. need to bring some correction in here. Right. So how does it feel to be corrected? Well, I pretty much think nobody likes to be corrected. No one likes to be corrected, <laughs> at least for the moment. And that's what we're right. going to read in the scripture that it says for the moment. Yeah. So um, our verse today is Proverbs 11, I mean 3, 11 through 12. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline. And don't be upset when he corrects you. Reason why? For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Hmm. And then Hebrews 12, 10, 11 also has the same thought. And it says, verse 10, For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God, discipline, is always good for us so we might might share in his holiness. And then this is what you had said. We don't like it. Verse 11, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening, but it's painful. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained by it. I like the peaceful harvest of right living. Yeah. I think I've shared this before, maybe even in devotional life. But when I was a young kid, uh, the... 605 freeway i'm dating myself was being built at the time and uh it was so much fun to go up there with my friends and see the earth movers you know and the big trucks and you know later on when they were pouring cement and all that you know it was a lot of fun and so uh i would say to my mom she'd say where are you going (laughs) i go well we're gonna go play on the freeway (laughs) which was okay then but as soon as cars started running on the 605, my mom didn't want me to play on the freeway anymore. Did you throw a fit? Mom, you always <laughs> let me play on the freeway. <laughs> no, but it became a joke, you know, in the right. family. Go play on the freeway, you know. No, no good parent would want their kids in harm's way right. by their own wrong choices. Right. And so how much more God, who sees the beginning and the end, who is the beginning and the end, And catches us, you know, maybe I shouldn't use the word catch, you know, as though he's coming after us. But sees us going in the wrong direction and says, uh, uh, wait. And we want to push ahead. I love it when God makes it difficult for us to go the wrong way. He puts up walls. Yes. And then we get all pouty when we're in it, (laughs) like a little kid. And then afterwards we thank him. Thank you for stopping me from making some more foolish decisions. Thank you for loving me, Lord. Yeah. You know, uh, I would say 
probably earlier on in my Christian walk, I was uh, wanting God to say yes to everything. Well, Lord, I want to do this. <laughs> you know, I want this or I want to go there. So, Lord, you know, say yes. Let, you know, make it easy. Let me go. Let me do it. But uh, the older I get and the more time I spend walking with God, I like his no's perhaps even better than his yeses. Yeah. That's because you've become secure and that he has your best interests at heart. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like the diff. I, I don't like to bring difficulties on myself, <laughs> you know, with wrong decisions or choices about things. I'm not even specifically talking about sinning, you know. I'm just talking about making a wrong pick or, or wrong... foolishness or laziness. Yeah, or... right. Right. So the Lord says, "No, don't go that way. Do this instead." Or don't sit in the corner with your binky all day. I want you to get out there because I got <laughs> a job for you thumb. to do. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I think we could talk a little more about this. I think we could. Especially how it relates to not only individuals, but to a nation and yeah. uh, those people that call themselves by his name. Yeah. So stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Father, it's in Jesus' name that we've been before you. And I pray, Father, that this word would be powerful in our lives, active and alive, and that we would get the proper encouragement we need from it. Bless my brothers and sisters. Watch over them, protect them, show them the right way to go. I ask this in Jesus' precious name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen.